welcome to another fun-filled episode of Crappy Network TV with Carla and Charlie. I am still Charlie. And I'm still Carla. And we are kind of back to a normal schedule a little bit. We um, are for we right have now. all of last week and then one of this week's episodes. Um, I think I watched everything. Uh, like I about think two hours before I, I had to come over here, I was like, I haven't watched a resin in a while. No, there hasn't been one because of the World Series. Well, there was one. Last this week? No, the resident. I'm sorry, not resident. Um, New Amsterdam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was New Amsterdam. Yes. Yeah, I checked the resident 17 times. Yeah, but no. it was New Amsterdam, the one that I'd forgotten about. No, the resident should be back tonight, but it was off two weeks because of the World Series. I guess that's why they did the Halloween episode early. Either way, it was. I, I miss it. I miss it so much. I do too. I do. I'll be glad it's back. And that's also because. The other, a lot of the other shows are disappointing me. Okay, so what is your favorite right now, or your favorite from the week? My favorite from the week is going to be uh, Grey's. I really like Grey's. I like Link a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Link's like the best part of the show right now. Um, my least favorite of the week, once again, A Million Little Things. It's kind of sticking right there on the bottom, and New Amsterdam is slightly ahead above it, but not by a whole lot. No. Uh, well, they're starting to get stupid again, too. Um Remind me when we get to really little things to, to mention. <laughs> sometimes it's bad to read the comments, and sometimes it's oh so good to read the comments. <laughs> well, right now, before right before we podcasted tonight, I watched last night's 911. So before I watched that, I would have definitely said Grace was my favorite, and, and had, it was really good. Um, but I have some recency bias, and I am extra emotional today. But uh, I didn't get good. I I had to work. I never work nights. I had to go into work on Sunday night at eight o'clock because we launched new software. That I had to go this summer for a training. So we launched software, and we have third shift, so we had to launch it on third shift. I got there at eight, thinking I'd be there two hours. I left at one o'clock in the morning. Good lord! And went back to work at eight, <laughs> and. The other, the two other guys on the launch team, they stayed longer than me and came in earlier. So I don't have a lot of room to complain, but I, my sleep system can't handle that. So I'm just not quite right. But anyway, we can look back on this and laugh later on. But as of this moment, I feel like that episode of 911 that I just watched is one of the single best episodes of television I've ever seen. It, it was good. It, it was, was very, very good. Really good. It was good to have uh, <laughs> Athena-centric. Let's just start with it. Let's start with that one. Let's start, you want to start with it or yeah. you start with the Halloween one? Oh, yeah. Because we've got, we got two of it to talk about. That's the only one we have to. The Halloween one, um, it did not live up to their past Halloween, the last year's Halloween episode. Okay. Okay. It was still good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, people at work are starting to talk about wanting to go to a rage room. I said, you don't understand how awful of an idea that is. <laughs> Do we they have, have them here? We have one here. Really? Yeah. I knew we had a place where you could go throw axes, but I didn't know we had a rage room. Um, flying axes is a good idea, except for the fact that they sell beer. They sell alcohol. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, not liquor. They just sell beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they... Uh, the 10-year-old that was teaching me how to throw axes like, oh, if you have too many, we will cut you off. We ask you to leave. I'm too drunk to throw an axe, but I'm not too drunk to drive my car home. All right. Makes total sense. Maybe they'll call you a cab. Also, he was like eight, 800 feet tall and about 700 pounds of pure muscle. Like they just found him on a farm somewhere and said, you're bigger than a tree. Come uh, tell these white people how to throw axes. Okay. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, um, the Halloween episode, I'm so glad. I hope the whole Buck storyline's over. I hope so. Oh, the they room all kind of seem to make it. Rage room was week before. Week before, okay, yeah. This yeah, is just the Halloween episode. Yeah, but still, they're doing the whole buck like uh, monsters. It was called the crows. That was funny. The crows yes. following Chim. That was great. Yeah. So there were crows. Um, there was a woman who had a car accident and hit, ended up hitting a guy and went through his windshield and she had such a bad brain injury that she, like she couldn't see it for like two days Yes, and he was still alive. And Buck was the one that realized that, right? That was where right, he... Right, he found her. Yeah. And let's see, what was going on with Athena? She had something. Something going on in that episode. 
We should have brought it up. Um, I have. I brought it up. Um, but a lot of it was, a, or, you know, back in the background was uh, Buck trying to get reacclimated to being back. And Bobby gave him, like, chores and made him hand out candy to the kids and stuff instead of letting him go on runs. And Eddie was mad at him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Hen, she kind of was normal. But yeah, that ex- was all in the background. I expected that to be more drama about her and her wife, but yeah, no, I mean it's just kind of it's in the background right now. Though I'm sure they'll bring it back up at some point, but it's just kind of in the background because he asked about it and she just kind of said it was just a long process. She didn't really get into the details with him. Uh, Maddie is still a little bit crazy, but then she got busted. Yeah. She got busted stalking. So I'm kind of glad that went on just about the right amount of time. Like it didn't go further. I thought she was going to get flat out fired. Did you? I was hoping so. Yeah, but she didn't. She got reprimanded, but she didn't get fired. But I think something still, I'm not sure we're entirely done with that story, but. Oh, Athena was called to, she ended up in a basement finding a house full of starving kids. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, it's, uh, it looked like it was like a sex trafficking thing or something, but it was actually kids of a family, and it was uh, some kind of religious... Was it a religious... It was... That really happened recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. About two years ago, three years ago, something like there was a family in California that had like all their kids locked in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. But it was a good episode. It was interesting, and they kind of seemed to wrap the Buck story up pretty much, hopefully... Hopefully, but... Hopefully, that's what they did. And so, that brings us to this week's episode. And, of course, it's the first week of November, so everybody's bringing out the big guns. I guess they still traditionally do that, although I don't know that it matters anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know that sweeps is as important as it used to be, but... I don't see how viewership is, like, traditional terrestrial viewership, like, watching it as it airs, does that mean anything anymore? Well, and I think they count... I need to do a little research on this, since we have a podcast about TV. If you watch it within three days, it counts toward your terrestrial. Okay. That's if what you, I thought. If too. you caught that, if you can catch that, if you... Uh, Producer John off mic said if you uh, watch it within three days of it airing, it counts toward your ratings. So. So, I need to start watching stuff within three days. Most of the time I do my main stuff. Okay. Okay. Wonder what what about Hulu and the stuff like that? Does that not count at all? That's so weird. It doesn't. Oh, I thought they counted. Okay. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, don't worry, I listen to our podcasts enough for all the five love bears. Yes, I listen to. Or not Five Love Bears, sorry, Louisville's Podcast. I called it that the other day, and I got, what's that? So, I, was, I wasn't I was supposed to call it that anymore. Who said, what's that? Producer John? Yes. He said, who's that? So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, this week's episode of 911, the one that aired last night. So, if you haven't watched it yet, you could probably still listen to this, but, because um, there's nothing in it that, you know, once it gets started that you really are not expecting but Athena's that lady's—we've seen her before. She's, she's the like captain the or whatever. Yeah, yeah, captain, yeah. She's and uh, she shows up at Athena's door, and the whole family's there. She was also on the syndicated uh, science fiction show Babylon Five. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, she shows up to tell Athena that they found the gun that was used in Emmett's murder. And um, who's Emmett? And Bobby's there, of course, and then her ex-husband's there too, right? Right. Well, they're meeting the daughter's boyfriend for the first time. Oh, that's right. And so they're all there interrogating him, except for Bobby. Bobby's yeah. being like the the nice one, but Athena and her hu- ex-husband are are just cracking me up. That's oh yeah, like, that was funny. Well, they had to have some levity to the episode at the sure. very beginning because it was a very deep episode. But that was funny too. Um, they overhear her talking to the captain and uh, Emmett. 
And Bobby goes, who's Emmett? And her husband goes, I have no idea. Never heard of him before. So I thought maybe he knew. I was sure Bobby didn't know. I thought maybe her ex knew. Nobody knows. Kids never, nobody, all of them are like, we've never heard of this guy before. What's going on? Well, come to find out, he was her fiancé. She met him when she was in college. She was going to law school, which we also didn't know. Mm-mm. Um, <coughs> or I don't think we did. She was going to law school, and her and her buddies were walking through. So this is in 1989. The soundtrack, once again, was all awesome. soundtrack was great. Um, a lot of fun. Some of, of the 90s flashbacks were a lot of fun, even though it was deep, heavy material for the most part. Um, they broke it up a little bit with that. So it showed back and forth between, you know, her meeting him and stuff and then her in present day. So nobody knows, like, nobody knows this. She's never talked about him since it happened. Her parents knew. I think a hen knew. I don't, I took it that she, hen was just finding out. Oh, okay. But maybe I'm wrong. But, um... It does show her and him talking about it. She's like, I don't know how I don't know how to talk about this now that I haven't talked about it in thirty years. Um and then she doesn't know how to tell Bobby and the rest of the family, but so she meets him on a college campus, he's recruiting, and uh they end up of course they like each other and everything, but she ends up and it does throw back because she had said before we've seen before where she had wanted to be a police officer because a family in their neighborhood had a daughter that disappeared. Did that sound familiar to you? Yeah. Yeah. So it comes back, it harkens back to that a little bit. So that, she didn't make that up. That part was true. You know, that did cause her to be, to want to be a police officer and to be a good police officer. So, but in the meantime, she, her and Emmett fall in love and they're, they get engaged, and it's back and forth. Well, of course, Bobby and her ex-husband don't want her to get involved. Nobody wants her to get involved with the investigation. Of and course she gets involved in this Of course she gets involved in the investigation. But it, there comes a point when Bobby says, okay, you you have to go. So she does finally tell them. At first, she just goes off and goes. So she's a detective? Yeah. And... um. They're just all kind of sitting around going, we don't know what to do. And that, you know, she's gone hunting him down, hunting this guy down, trying to figure out who killed him. Because the gun has surfaced. I don't know if we say that. The gun surfaced. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And so she's backtracking this gun, which was interesting. The whole, her police work part of it, I thought was good anyway. And she does, eventually, she tells the family and then Bobby kind of sends her off and says, "You got this. We understand you got to do this. We'll be here when you're done." But it also, when they can't get through to her, um, her daughter says something about. She says, "Call her and tell her that I'm hurt, and I have to go to the hospital, and she'll come." And Bobby's like, "We can't do that to her. She'll kill us all." Yeah. <laughs> and so, but he gets the idea to call her mother, and her mother comes. That was great. Yeah, and so. She talks her into, she's like, you got to tell him. And she has, she's, and I think it's like, I don't even know where to start. And she has pictures. She said, here, start, she hands her envelope and says, here, start with this. And it's photos. So then it shows them all sitting around. And then her mom's talking and she says, he was an amazing young man. He was the son I always wanted. <laughs> and they look at each other. Did you catch that? Yeah. They're looking at, they're all, they both look at each other like, well, great. <laughs> we could never live up to that. So it did have some humor sprinkled in, but we get down to the end, to the last 10 minutes of the episode, and she's figured it out. She went to Maddie. Maddie was, we saw a little bit of hen, and then she goes to Maddie. She's trying to hunt down the night. She gets the idea to try to find this through 911 call, see if she can get any information. So they go and pull actual paper records from the warehouse. And uh, her and Maddie go through, and they fig- she figures it out based on that. Yeah. And so she goes to this guy's house, and it's a a recognizable actor. Yeah, he's especially been a lot when of he stuff. was young. Yeah. And um, she goes, and a kid answers the door. You know, a teenager about the same age as her kids. Well, this guy has lived a 
clean, straight life since then. Mm-hmm. Well, then come to find out what happened. Because I, I was thinking he got killed in the line of duty, her husband. No, just or her fiancé. Yeah. But she had sent him. Her mom was there, and they were doing wedding prep. And she had, she was buying him a little bit of time because she was trying on wedding dresses and stuff. And she asked him to stop and get some creamer. And that was when he got killed in a convenience store. And because she kept saying it was her fault. And so she goes to this guy's door and then he tells her, of course, his story. He was a he was a bad drug addict and he had a gun and he said he was already dead before I even realized there was he said I was my brain he said the he was robbing the store, so the clerk he said he was moving too slow, my brain was moving too fast. And um he said I turned around, he said in he said Emma was dead before I ever knew there was another person in the store. So he was just totally messed up. So then he OD'd and ended up in the hospital, but they never found it. He's like, I kept thinking that, you know, that they would find me. So then he looks at her once and goes, I thought they would send more of you. And then he realized who she she was. You could have turned yourself in. Yeah, yeah. You could have turned yourself in. But, I mean, he did straighten his life out. He spent his life in service. So I thought for sure they were going with she was just going to drop it. And they didn't. And that made it so good. So then they start playing, the, again, the music. They start playing the song. Do you know the name of the song? I can't remember. We Rise Up. I don't know if that's the name of it. But I love that song anyway. And they play the whole song. It sh- And I started crying when it showed him hugging his kids. And I knew it. Because he said, you carried my burden for 30 years. It's time for me to pick it up. And so he... Turns it basically turns himself into her so she can take him in, and oh my gosh, I cried and cried like I was at a funeral. What? Well, anyway, don't ruin my moment. This was one of my favorite. It's also a TV show television. where a shark got stuck on the interstate too. Yes, so. exactly. I mean, it's a ridiculous show. It's the most ridiculous show, but it's so fun. It was so good, and I cried and cried. It shows them. It plays the song, and it shows them. It shows her going through the police station, and they're all standing all, and it's all people like her age and his age, the people that knew him, and you know she gets to make this arrest, and then it shows, oh, when she went to his mother's house. Yes, and it showed like it showed. Scene of like her young her telling young mom, yes, that he had been killed, and then it just goes back and forth between the two. Yes, and so I'm crying and crying. So he gets past that, she gets home. And I think, okay, I'm good now. Oh no, she gets in the house, and Bobby and she's Bobby's there. She takes her badge off, and then she just loses it and cries 30 years worth of tears. And oh. It was so good. Bobby had to hold her up. It was such a, oh man, it was so good. So again, I have recency bias and I'm a little bit emotional because of lack of sleep, but I really liked it. I thought it was a great episode. So I might watch it again. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I kind of do need to watch it again. I was watching it, but yeah. It was so good. It was, it was good. that song and I don't know. It just hit me. It was so good. So it was really good. I don't know. I watched it on Hulu, so I don't know. I didn't see the previews for next week, so I don't know what's coming next. I don't know if she... I mean, she arrested the guy, so I wouldn't think she'd get in any trouble. But she wasn't supposed to be working on the case, so I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see, yeah. I'm just hoping that that the uh, only Maggie we got this episode wasn't stalking, so that's good. Maddie. mm -hmm. Maddie, sorry. Uh, What do you want to go to next? Well, do you want to talk about our least favorite next million little things? You go there next? Yes, I've got that actually brought up so okay. I can remember it. It's um, not great. I'm done with Maggie. Yeah, they have taken that and just ran it into the ground. It's terrible. So the crux of this episode was Maggie lost calling the dog. Yes. I actually didn't lose him. He was in the freaking garage anyway. Well, so did you not when it look showed it, I'm like, it looks like he went in. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So I guess I didn't so realize. So she lost Colin because she was talking to her, 
the guy who has her brother's heart. Mm-hmm. Eric, I think is yes. his name. Um, I was hoping we'd see the last of him, but then they showed who his dead girlfriend is, so we're going to see more of him. Oh, yeah. But it is Sutton Foster, so I'm always a fan of Sutton Foster. I can always watch some Sutton Foster. Well, yeah, and she's supposed to be in the show, so I don't know what that's about. Well, I guess it's supposed to be a flashback. Or maybe she's not dead like uh, Jude's wife isn't dead. Or Judd, whatever his name is. Judd, the guy that runs the restaurant. Oh, yeah, I don't remember his name. But, yeah, I I knew he was hiding something. I thought he was just lying that his wife had died. I thought he made the whole thing up. So that I didn't mind that. I didn't think that was terrible. Um, so they lose Colin and... Eddie is watching Charlie, mm-hmm. which is weird for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Um, does he call Catherine or does Catherine call him? I can't remember. I think they were just on the phone for some... I don't know. Well, well uh, uh, Gary had called and told him that Colin was missing. And he's like, I can't. Charlie's... Uh, I'm watching Charlie right now. Okay. So he's talking to Catherine and, and he tells Catherine and the baby starts to cry. And he's like, I gotta go. And so Catherine ends up leaving work to go to watch Charlie so that he can help Gary find Colin, which I thought was really awesome. Like, yes, the annoyance that I had with Catherine season one and the love that I had for Maggie season it's one like had it's swapped. switched. Yeah. yeah. So maybe next season we'll get to hate Lila or Delilah. Kind of already do. Yeah. So, but um, so she watches him, and then Rome is hanging out with. Carl from Walking Dead. Yes. And um, <laughs> <laughs> seeing, he's like, I, uh, so that he finds out that Colin's missing. So, um, what's. And Regina was Regina still there. Regina was like, she was on the phone with the restaurant saying, I got to be there right now. Blah, blah, blah. She actually, take that back. I'll be there when I get there. I'm going to find Colin. And uh, Carl wants to go to, and seeing Rome trying to keep him away from everybody was the best part of the show. That was, yeah, that was good. And Rome and Regina were good because there was no angst there. Everybody was good except for Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason that she lost Colin is because she was on the phone. Yeah, I said that part. Uh, and then Gary, you know, oh, of course you were talking to him because he was obviously trying not to bring it up, but mm-hmm. he brought it up. And she brought it up, so he kept on. Uh, he went more and more. And just that whole thing with her, like... It's, it's even if it's not feelings that you know he's got my brother's heart. That's just stupid, mm-hmm. you know. And like Gary said, the fact that you're hiding it from me. Mm-hmm. So they end up finally uh, they go to the uh, a uh, shelter because they found a dog that they thought was Colin. It wasn't Colin. It was just like Colin. And it was Eddie and Gary. Even Gary thought it was him at first. Yeah, and but the, he had the uh, scar on his ear. So Eddie finds a flyer. For Colin, who's been missing. And he goes to tell Gary. And then as he's going to tell Gary, that's when they call and say they found the dog. Uh, Carl actually found him. He went to throw the Mike and Ikes away. Uh, There might be a situation with with Carl, who thinks that he's John's son, and John's daughter might be getting together. Yeah, that was weird. That's very weird. Why? But the way I took it, though, was he's just trying to get information. And so he's... And then I think she kind of, like you know, liked him a little bit. But it was just one episode. But yeah, it was they're playing that kind of weird. I don't think they're going to end up being a brother and sister. I hope not. Yeah, it's just another cog Annoyance. to throw in there for no good reason. But besides Maggie, it's not bad. But no. that's enough to drag it down quite a bit because we liked her so much last season. But the one thing that I th- that I anticipated happening and it happened in this episode. Catherine says, hey, we can't lie to everybody. We got, we've got to quit lying to the kids. Because she she takes Charlie to the park, and this lady asks her a question. And she just tells just something about your baby. She's like, no, this is not my baby. This is uh, my husband's baby with the woman he was having an affair with me on. She's my best friend. You know, they were all friends. You know, she she tells, like, the with whole his truth. friend's wife, who is also my friend. Yeah. She tells the whole truth, and the woman's like, oh. Okay, and she gets up and walks away. And then she says to Charlie, don't let anybody, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. You didn't, I didn't. And so then they talk more about John in this episode. And at the end, she tells Eddie, she said, listen, he had secrets that he didn't think he could share with us. And it, you know, ultimately it killed him. And I don't want to do that to our kids. I think we need to tell the kids. 
I think we need to be honest. And I've thought all along that she would be the one to say, hey, we can't keep doing this. So that's going to be interesting. It is. It's going to be very interesting. Because Delilah's going to be upset with her, I'm sure. Because Delilah ain't going to tell it. Mm-mm. So who knows? Yeah. But we'll so see we'll what see. happens. Hopefully they straighten out the Maggie thing. Or just move her on. At this point, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. I mean, get... I want to keep Gary, but she can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and all her drama can go away. Um, yes, and can. One of the better parts of the episode was when they get Gary and Eddie get pulled over. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cop's like, yeah, you know, he took a... They oh, yeah. Said something, and, and Eddie's like, he just lost his dog. <laughs> it went on this spiel about it. And the cops got a bulldog at home. I don't know what I'd do if I lost him. Yeah. You guys be I careful. I that was good. Uh, so what are we going to next? Uh, we got New Amsterdam. This is us and Grey's Anatomy. Well, let's do. Let's get New Amsterdam out of the way. Again, it's bottom basement right down there with a million little things. It's slightly better, but not by much. The medical story I liked. Um, there was a church trip from Atlanta oh, yes, or Alabama yes. or something. Mm-hmm. And... They get into a wreck right in front of the hospital, and they all have to go in. They all have, like, prior medical things. And we come to find out that the woman who was driving the van knew that and had gotten insurance on the van, uh, accident insurance. Mm-hmm. And so they were all getting stuff checked out that they couldn't afford to at the hospital. So I thought that was an interesting story. Of course, they always get into that kind of stuff on the show, but still, I thought it was very interesting for the, yeah. the way they did that. Um, I don't like Iggy. Trying to adopt a kid without his husband knowing. No, it's Stupid. ridiculous. Um, that's just more he's drama. Than that. Yeah, he's smarter than that. Um, the whole Sharp and and Max thing, I'm just not digging that. I don't mind them being together, but I don't like them fighting. What were they fighting about? If I need anything from you, I'll tell you. Mm, yeah, I need your help. Because she, yeah, well, because he's trying to hide from her that he's crazy. But still, yeah. And so he's gotten defensive. She was offering all these things. She's like, let me help you, you know, let me get you meals, let me have your house clean, you know, all these different things. And no, no, no. And finally at the end, he kind of says she can help him. So then the cleaners show up at his house that she hired and paid for, mm-hmm. and he's about to let him in. And then he says, no. He's still got the bloody rug. I didn't catch that. You didn't catch that? Mm-mm. So he he doesn't let him in. He ultimately tells him to go. So then he's sitting on the bed with the baby and they're talking and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, what is in this room that he's hiding? So then it shows and he's got a rug down. And I'm like, he pulls it back. It's the bloody rug. It's still in there. Wouldn't that smell? Yeah. Yeah, the whole place would smell. So, yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy. He's done lost his mind. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, yeah. He's holding it together at work for the most part, but, yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you didn't see that. Yeah, I I knew something because he was acting all sketchy. But the storyline with the ladies was really good, um... And then he, how did he fix that so that she didn't end up getting in trouble? Did she really have an episode, the lady that was driving the van and that set it all up? I don't, I don't, I didn't catch that either. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she had some sort of an episode or they faked one because the police were on to her. Yeah. The police were on to her big time. And so then something happened, and he called it some kind of diabetes something. And they were like, could that have caused her to wreck? And he kind of stopped, and he was like, well, it certainly could cause that. And so then they all got their medical care. Of course they did. She didn't get in trouble. But it was good. It was sweet. Had several storylines embedded in that, but it worked well together. Oh, um, Dr. Bloom Mm -hmm. is being awesome. She is being I'm, awesome. I'm liking her a lot this this episode. She she was good in this. Yep. It showed like her being bored and then like it showed her working and she kept saying, Where's McCain? Somebody get McCain. <laughs> McCain. Because <laughs> what cause it opened the episode, her walking into the E D for her shift 
and nobody was there. And then by the end, when the night shift doctor came back in to relieve her, it was empty again. <laughs> Just like, oh, you had a nice, quiet shift. She was like, well, sort of. <laughs> but it was good. It was it was a okay episode. It's just kind of I don't like Iggy being all sneaky, and I don't want Max to be crazy. Right. Or I want stupid. him to grieve. I just don't want him to be crazy. Ridiculous. Okay. Even for our shows, it's ridiculous. It is. So <coughs> well, we got the two the 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 two big ones. I got <laughs> this is us and Grays. Where are you gonna go to next? Let's do this is us and save Grays. Okay. So this is us. The major storylines were um, Kevin um, goes to the gym and what's her name? Cassie. Cassidy. Cassidy is there, and they're starting to kind of be more friends, but more be more than friends, and so that's going on. At the very beginning of the episode, he he asked Nikki to go for a hike, and he's like, "I've been on enough hikes with you." <laughs> um, and then. He's real bored and agitated and nervous and twitchy, and Nikki won't go do anything with him. Right. And Nikki's just trying to stay sober. Yeah. And Kevin is too, but they're, it's not the same. What they need to do that is Mm -hmm. not really the same. And, uh, we're watching, we're also watching Lecture Returns. Yeah. The, it's, yeah. That's weird. Uh oh. Yeah, it's for, for, there's only, well, that's anyway. Oh, it's gonna go on forever. That's the thing. If one of them doesn't pull way far ahead, or even oh, if they don't, gosh. it's gonna be law, gonna law be cases, uh, recounts. For, and for most of you all, most of you all that uh, listen to us know or can tell by accents, we're from Kentucky, and uh, it's the governor's race tonight. And we just saw that it's forty nine, forty nine. It's like it's never gonna be over. It's gonna go on for the next oh. six years. Um. But back to the show. Um, so that's one storyline. Another storyline is that the other uh, um, co- council people are kind of cold-shouldering um, Randall, and he ends up getting him to go to this really nice golf course with him because he has a way to get in there. So he's going to play golf with him, and he's not really good at golf. And the other storyline is um, Kate and and Toby have not been able to have any time to the, t- alone together. As as Key and Clyde said, connections. Yeah. <laughs> they kept saying it on their show today. It's not a blowout anymore. Oh, of course it's not. Well, they, they can find a way to lose. Oh, it's just a minute 18 left. Okay, back to our show. Uh. <laughs> We're on right For those of you that you said to yourself, they don't want to talk about basketball and the elections more. We got you. <laughs> um, and Toby's clearing out some of his old clothes, and Kate's trying to talk him into not keeping his old, uh, not getting rid of his old clothes. You can tell it bothers Toby. So back to the, this is the Kevin and Cassidy win first. Okay. Um, he's like, "What is there to do in this town?" She says, "There's not much." He ends up going to this like. Uh, the girl that runs the smoothie shop at the gym gives him her number. He takes her out. They're talking about uh, having kids, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. joking around. And so they end up going to go back to his trailer. Um, oh, what kicked off all his nervousness and agitation was he's on his phone and he's stalking oh, yeah. Zoe because he says, My ex, well, I've, to, I've already completely forgotten about Zoe. Yeah. And I'm thinking Sophie. And, I, and then he's like, Zoe. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I totally the, forgot about her and care the, about her to serve with. The documentary she made. I was like, oh, yeah, Zoe. Yeah, so she won awards or something. And so he's cyber stalking her, which then he has to explain to Uncle Nikki, who likes it on Instagram <laughs> on accident. Because he he's like, I'm just trying to make the picture bigger. Yeah. <laughs> So how you do so it? Funny. You just touch the heart. So that was what had him all irritated. And somewhere along the way, also him and Cassidy have the conversation about. Oh, she asks why they broke up, and he said, "Well, she wanted to have. She didn't want to have kids, and I did." She's like, "You do? You don't seem like you want to have kids." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Her reactions to him are perfect. They are amazing. Yes, she's the perfect foil for him. Um, from what I've listened to, some people don't want them to get together, but I do. I mean, it might be too simple for that to end up being what it is, but I like them together. Yeah, so I don't think they'll give it to us. She's the perfect foil for his prima donna status. 
So him and the the waitress or whatever she was, the smoothie lady, they go out and then she comes back to the trailer with him and then but Cassidy's there waiting on him. And then she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Well then he just sends the other lady away. Yeah. So then they walk inside and he just says something and he's like well, I, oh, this, she's like, what are you, looking for somebody to have your babies or something yeah. to that effect? He's like, I, he's like, I sent her away so I could see about you, you know. So they kind of grouse around a little bit. Yeah. And then, of course, they sleep together. Yeah, well, her and her husband got into it. And that's why she was there. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the show, uh, Nikki's in his trailer. <laughs> What's he getting... Oh, you what? have the fresh right. cold cuts. Make a make a sandwich. Why are you doing here? Because you have fresh cold cuts. <laughs> you have the fresh cold cuts, and but also he felt a little bad because he was mean to Kevin. Yeah, and he said, yeah. "I'm sorry." Well, I think well earlier Kevin was telling the girl, "You got to be quiet because my uncle Nicky can hear." Oh, so I think and Uncle Nicky, I think knew that they slept together. He he knew Cassidy was there. Yeah, because he said, uh, um, "I'm sorry, we didn't take that hike." Mm. So then. Kevin flashes back to them kissing, and then he goes back in there. And the look on her face is just like, yeah, we made a mistake. And I thought that was good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want them to not be together, but they won't give us what we want with that, because that's the show. <sighs> so annoying. She'll either get sent back to Iraq, or something will happen, or who knows. Or she'll get back with her husband. And I wouldn't mind that either, as long as, you know, they can work things out, but... Whatever. We'll see. I'm beginning to wonder if they may go, that may not, he may not have a wife at the end. He may adopt a child. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, he's got tons of money. It's not like money's an issue for him. So, if he wants to hire a surrogate to carry a child for him, whatever, he's got the means to do it. Right. So, I'm beginning to wonder if in the end, that's just his child. And he doesn't have a significant other. It's quite possible. So anyway, that was my theory for the week. Um, but the episodes between him, or the scenes between him and her were great. Yes. And then... Let's go to the Kate and, go and Kate Toby. Toby. And the Randall, Randall part's the best. Yeah. So they end up getting uh, uh, Rebecca and Miguel. What do you call him? He called him something. Miggy something. Miggy Stardust. Miggy yeah. Stardust. That's yeah. what it was. I still need more interaction between Miguel, uh, Toby, and Beth. I need yes. more of that to yes. happen. Uh, but, you know, you can always get what we want. But anyway, so they get them to watch um, Jack, and they go to this really nice hotel, and they end up not being able to be together. And uh, he ends up saying, why'd you not want me to... to uh, um, it's all about get, the pants. Get rid of my pants. Because you don't think I can keep the weight off, or you want me to put the weight back on. And, or, or you secretly want me to put it back on. She's like, we can leave, Toby. And I like that answer. We can leave. Mm-hmm. So they get back to the house, and she takes the pants. She cuts them up. She's like, are you okay now? He goes, or, I'm sorry. He's like, for cutting up the wrong pants. <laughs> for, for not wanting me to get rid of them, or for cutting up the wrong pants. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was great. Yeah. Uh, that was very, very good. And then so things, you know, got better with them. It was a cute little story that could have gone a lot worse than it did, and I'm yeah, glad that it did. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I expected it to be an ongoing thing throughout the yeah. rest of the season, because they're trying to lead us to believe they might split up. We'll see. I still don't think they split up. I think she does. Okay, I get that. I can totally get that. Um, oh, it's something really awful. I'm going to it now. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> And then the Randall story, so he takes them golfing, and he's acting like he can't golf. And it's flash, the flashback this episode was about Randall loving his teacher so much and Jack kind of feeling left out. And the other flashback is Jack going golfing with Rebecca's dad. Yeah. So and, we got two sets of flashbacks in this. And Jack gets super drunk while golfing with, his, with her dad, and he keeps trying to get Jack to get a job with the guy that he golfs with. And then at the end of, the episode, uh, the end of their golf outing, um, her dad tells this spends this big story about we joined this club and my daughter you know I have this vision and of she's gonna get my married and there at the club and I'm gonna you know and I'm gonna do what it takes to make sure that you don't marry her well he asked Jack do you see yourself there 
And then Jack goes through this whole big thing. And he's like, I'm going to marry her. Do you see yourself there? Yeah. <laughs> of course, he's just drunk enough to say it. But So then Rebecca doesn't hear any of this. And she ends up taking him home. Because they were together to start with. And um, but the thing, one of the thing, interesting things is, besides these flashbacks, we haven't seen her dad. Like, when Jack died, we see her mom. I think but we he's don't dead. see him. I think he's dead. Is he dead? I think he died a long time ago, yeah. I think he was mentioned during one of the flashbacks, like maybe around when the kids were little. Yeah. But sometime in between, yeah, I don't but think. But they haven't well, talked also, about. Well, also, it's, uh, um, what's the guy's name? He was in Animal House, not John Belushi. <laughs> no, it's not him. No, but it's one of the guys. He's been in everything. You know him from. Everything. I recognize been, him, yeah, but so I don't stuff. know what he's. He's in. a good actor, mm-hmm. and he's a especially from the eighties. He was one of my favorite made for, my not one of my favorite made for TV horror film, uh, Buried Alive, oh. with Ali Sheedy. Oh, and him, whatever. His, I want to. I want to say it's Michael Madsen, but I know that's wrong. Anyway, so that I think that's why we haven't seen him is because they were trying to find a good actor, and they finally got mm, who they wanted. Okay. And the now the fill that stuff, in. yeah. But the kids never mentioned him either. Never right. mentioned her, but you know. Well, and then, but like at one point, Grandma come to stay with them when they all had the chicken box. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if Dad was mentioned then or not. I don't, I don't either. Mm. But uh, so then it flashes to Randall like loving this teacher so much, mm-hmm. and Jack kind of feeling left out, and so Randall takes. Um, or Jack takes Randall golfing because it's the Tiger Woods boom. And they kind of get into a little bit. Um, I can't remember what Randall says. He, oh, he's Jack says, I don't see race. I see my son. And then Randall says, well, you don't see me. Right. And so we're like, oh, that's awful. Like, I didn't really know there was any issue between them. And then it goes back to Jack, like, telling that he has every opportunity and, you know, he's going to be there and support him regardless of what he does. But sometimes you got to play to the room. You gotta, you know, play yourself down. Right. And this whole time they're making fun of Randall for not being able to golf. And yeah. then it shows young Randall, like Jack showing young Randall how to golf, then teenage Randall, and then adult Randall just killing it. Yeah. And uh, that was just, great. that because I knew that was coming. Yeah. I knew that was going, that Randall was going to be an excellent golfer, but he had to, in order to make them not hate him, he mm-hmm. had to do something bad. He had to do something, not awful, but something poorly, something that he I wasn't say. good at, that they could yeah. help him with. Yes. Or that, you know, especially the older guy. Yeah, and that was good. That was Who fun, too. also has been in everything. Yes. But that was, that was fun, too, that instead of, like, continuing to berate him, he was teaching him how to golf, even mm-hmm. though Brandon was a better golfer than him. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that was really good. It was good. And then the last shot, he... he Pitched it into the water and said, "This one's for you." Yeah, because he kept trying to put over the 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 pond, and he kept getting in there. And yeah, this one's for you, didn't he? But he knocks it like you know, two hundred yards or something yeah. into the pond on purpose. It was so, good. Yeah. yeah, it was a good episode. I said they could have done without the Toby and Kate thing, but they pulled it out. I yeah, was expecting, it wasn't too so bad. I expected it to be like the thing that came on throughout the rest of the season, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. So no, they resolved it. So it was pretty good. But we, we didn't see any more about Mark. Mm-mm. So. Mm. Um, I love the neighbor. I can't remember what his name is, but the, the uh, Timothy Amundsen. Was he in this one? No, we oh, need okay. more of him. We need more of him, oh, a okay. lot more of him. Yeah. We need to get his backstory. Well, we already did. He had a stroke. Yeah, we need to have him. <laughs> we need yeah. more. We need more than just that he had a stroke. Okay, so did you see the previews for, well, I guess it's on, well, not right now, but shortly it'll be on. No, I did not. It's going to be about, um, and I don't think you care about the sto- too much about the storyline, but it's going to be about the De- uh, Deja and the boy. I can't think of it. Malik, is that his name? Yes. And Omar Epps. Omar Epps going to be in again. Good. Yeah. I'm a fan of Omar Epps. Yep. So, I think they're going to meet the parents. And it's it. I did read part of it and said that the next episode, Beth is disturbed by a, a request from Deja. Mm-hmm. She's going to ask her to get her on birth control. Watch. Oh yeah. So that's going to be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Probably. Why in 2019 it's a thing about kids being on birth control? I don't understand. I mean, if it if they were like a conservative Christian family, it'd be different. But they're not. So. Yeah, but she's only she's only supposed to be 
14, I think. She's not supposed to be that old. But yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, but. So, I think that. But the boy she's dating is 15 and he has a kid, (laughs) so I mean. That makes more sense, but. It is what it is. Yep, we'll see what so happens. So, On to Graves, this episode, Whistling Past the Graveyard, which was an old rockabilly song. So that was is cute it? To, yeah, that's cool they used that. Um, I'm going to skip to the end because it was amazing. So, well, the very beginning, Ethan er, uh, Hunt, Ethan Hunt's the guy from, uh, from <laughs> Mission Impossible, <laughs> Owen Hunt, brings a bunch of... Uh, Halloween costumes to Teddy that his yes, mom made. Yes. She's like, you worked all this, she worked all these jobs and raised you kids and made costumes, yeah, every year. And they were like handmade, yeah. homemade, sewed on his own machine costumes. Yeah. And so the whole episode, she's kind of like stressing about costumes, and at the end she was like, I'm not going to make costumes for our kids. I don't have to. He's like, even though your mother, he's like, oh, I wasn't saying that. I just really thought we'd get some use out of them. Because they're great costumes. Thought they might fit. They're yeah. really good costumes. And she ends up making the kids as zombies. <laughs> and you dressed our children as zombies? You dressed our babies as dead babies? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the hospital is walking past with just this look of sheer like shock and disgust <laughs> on their face. It was priceless. And who is it? Ba- is it Bailey? Bailey? Bailey says, next time, you just next year, you just go buy the costumes. <laughs> Because her and Bailey had a lot of conversation mm-hmm. about it. You know, what do you do? How do you, She's like, how do you handle this? And Bailey's like, you spend the time with your kids. You don't spend the time making costumes. That would be a great uh, t-shirt. You dressed our babies <laughs> as dead babies. Dressed our babies as dead babies? <laughs> that was really cool. But overall, it was a good episode. Um, that was funny. Although... I don't care that much about Teddy and Owen at this point, but that was fun. Once again, if they play it for comedy, it's it'll good. be good. Uh, the actor is great at comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Um, and I'll mention it every episode. He's in my one of my favorite horror movies. I w- tried to watch it the other day, and his accent is so thick, you have to have subtitles on. But everything was about- Scottish or something? I don't even know if it's an actual country in our, in our solar system that he's from. <laughs> How thick is... Yeah, it's Scottish. <laughs> It it's so thick. Oh my gosh! It's hard to understand. I don't think I've ever heard him speak in his actual. You've seen the. Accent. You've seen Brave. You've got a child. You remember the the cartoon Brave, right? Yes. You know the blonde family of uh-huh, like of, uh-huh. of, of of yeah, Scotsman. That's his actual voice. That's not him putting on an accent. That's the dude's actual voice. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but hmm. yeah, I know. Like in interviews, he talks more. Clearly, but like him and Gerard Butler, you, they, they must be from the same planet that doesn't that speaks some <laughs> sort of version of English. Uh, it's anyway. supposed to be English, but you can't understand the words. Yeah, it's worse than you know Alabama. But um, <laughs> I love seeing uh, um, Joe happy this yes. whole episode. Joe yes. is in a good mood. Um, at uh, Pack North, um, unfortunately, they are doing some <laughs> renovations and find an old ancient burial ground. <laughs> Did you catch why it was a burial ground? It used to be a mental hospital. I did catch that part. <laughs> it used, I thought that was what they said. It used to be a mental hospital. <laughs> so they buried people there. So it's, yeah, they're like, no wonder it's haunted. It's not haunted. And he's got, saying. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got Richard taking investors around. And at the point where like yeah, people are gossiping, he's like, it's not haunted. Just because we've got a burial ground in the background... In the back doesn't mean it's haunted. And then Richard comes through with the investors and goes, I almost had him. Almost had him. Almost had him. Because the whole episode, this is toward the end, the whole episode, they've been skirting around, you know, Karev's been trying to deal with this. Plus, they had an issue with blood that went bad, made a bunch of people sick. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's trying to handle all this stuff in the background, and Richard's trying to keep him from knowing. And he gets all the way to the end. (laughs) Karev's just hollering at the nurses. Stop gossiping. Stop spreading rumors. But I like I like Karev being in charge there and trying to make a go of that and him and Weber. I'm enjoying that a lot. I liked not seeing the Weber family drama that we're yes. gonna have to deal with. Next oh, episode. Yes. I do not want to deal with that. <sighs> Whitley. Um, Whitley needs to go back where she came from. Mm-hmm, back on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. Um Meredith's still in jail, or Meredith's in jail, mm-hmm. and of course we had to have the obligatory, um, 
your life's not bad, Meredith Grey. Everyone else around you is, is bad. But I, I liked, liked it. it. I liked it, but like we we have we have to have that episode at least once a season, if not twice, where she has something terrible going on, and then she has to meet someone less fortunate to tell her that it's not so bad. But I I wonder if they're going somewhere with that. They are. The uh, something I read somewhere said, "Is this character coming back?" Well, if they're saying that, then yes, the character's coming back. Oh, well, I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking about with Meredith. I wonder if, I don't know if she's going to lose her license or have it suspended for a while, but I think they're going to maybe take her in a different direction outside of the hospital for a bit. She's going to go run pack north. Not be a doctor, but run it. But run it. I don't know. I think she's going to end up doing something where she can on the ground help people because that's what it keeps. Yeah. Did you talking about? Did you catch from the very beginning that she was going to pay that woman's bail? Um, they, they telegraphed that as soon as she said, she, you know, yeah, as soon as she started telling her story, yeah, I'm like, oh, she's going to pay her, but she's going to get and, her a lawyer and yeah, that's the, the whole end, thing. End of the episode, she comes home from jail in her uh, prison uniform, which would not happen. <laughs> you don't take those home; <laughs> those are not souvenirs. <laughs> it's a fe- I it, didn't think about that. It's a felony to steal. That. Prison uniform. <laughs> if you still have prison uniform, you will go back to jail. They won't let you get in an Uber home in your dang prison uniform. <laughs> like if you if you, I love Facebook Marketplace not to buy stuff on because of how ridiculous the stuff is. Yeah, and people often post their their prison uniforms on there, and then people will be like, you know it's a felony, right? <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't have your and then the person then will delete their account. That's hilarious. But yeah, and so instead of like. Talking to her kids or her boyfriend or her sister or her sister-in-law that's pregnant, she goes and gets the, calls her lawyer. Like, she couldn't call them on the drive over. Right. It's not like the prison's in her backyard and she just walked home in her uniform. She probably took an Uber anyway. Exactly. So she could have called somebody. Um, but, but it does show at the end the lady, the guy comes, the uh, officer comes. Yeah, got, lets her out. And so, yeah. And lets her out. So, it, it was, you know, it was expected, but I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, let's see, who else? Bailey is struggling through the whole episode because she's so emotional because of the pregnancy. Her and Amelia have time. So, Amelia's giving her tips on how not to cry. She's like, I don't want to go around crying all the time. So, um, Amelia tells her to look at the ceiling. And what was the other thing? Oh, put your tongue in the roof of your mouth. And so a couple of times she's trying to do that. And then, like, she's still almost crying. It was funny. I'm enjoying seeing this with her. And then her, Karasik was around through the whole episode. And he was being all jerky about Halloween. and, And at one point, when Teddy was in there talking all about being, you know, Thinking, oh, I wanted her to do all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And Karasik was in the room and she didn't realize it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that was, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, it's okay. But, the, you know, and then, of course, he tells her how wonderful she is, except her choice in men. Mm-hmm. And um, then he leaves the room and Bailey says, I don't understand what you saw in him. She's like, oh, he has his moments. And then at the end, that was great. Bailey's like, you've been, you know, she kind of goes all Bailey on him. And what's she calling him? Chief of Chiefs? You might be Chief of Chiefs, but you don't get to run around ruining Halloween for everybody. And then he tells her about his son. Yeah. And then she, all the tricks in the world can't keep her and from crying. It's the Bailey comedy laugh that's fantastic. It, I mean, comedy crowd that's fantastic. Yes, yes. So that was great. Um, yes. And he's like trying to get her to stop crying. It's fine. Things fine. He's like, and, and then he's like, and that, you know, because he was going to dress up as a something from Star Wars. I don't remember what it was. Luke Skywalker. Oh, wasn't Luke Skywalker? Even made the belt in Stormtrooper in Episode Four. Yeah, yeah, because she's we, a big. We keep, yeah, we kind of leave that out a lot of times that she's a big nerd. She's a big yeah. nerd, and uh, I can't remember what they say his son. What they said his son died of? Did they? I thought it was cancer. Well, I did too, for some reason. Anyway. He died two weeks before Halloween, and then, you know, the costume, costume down the, uh, the back door uh, for a year. So then Bailey 
cried and cried and cried and he couldn't get her to quit. Of course, he doesn't know she's pregnant. Right. I, like, everybody doesn't know. A few people know, but not everybody, right? I don't know who knows. Amelia knows. Okay. I don't know if anybody else does. And Ben. And Joe. Joe knows. Joe knows, yeah. Yeah. Or did she just tell Amelia in this episode? She just told her in this episode, didn't she? Maybe. I think she did. But it was good. It was fun. It was f- the fun kind of grays. It was, I'd say, one of the better episodes of the season. Yeah. And one of the, the other big story was that um, Link's parents, mm, yeah, 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 who, yeah, that was bitterly story. divorced, um, they always celebrate his cancerversary. They go out to dinner and they're basically getting back together. Yeah, they're going to get remarried. They're getting remarried. And Link's like, they're going all about about us and it was just cute watching his interaction with them seeing him get mad and seeing Amelia kind of calming him down mm-hmm. and at the end of the episode like when do you do and or end of their story like, when do you do and she, um, they, they said she's like oh well we have a deposit <laughs> and Link's here go, we can cancel it we can change it it's not a big deal <laughs> but he's telling Amelia you know because she's telling him you know she's really talking it through with him he's like Something about because she said at the beginning because he he invited her to lunch and then springs on her that it's his anniversary and the parents are going to be there and she's like I'm terrible with parents and then later on he's like well you said you're terrible with parents but you're doing a pretty good job of figuring mine out she's like no I'm just really good at, I know a lot about dysfunctional families yeah. she's like it's not yeah it's just that I know a lot about that but I thought that was sweet because you know he was with her last year when she had that horrible dinner with her sisters. When they were so awful to her. Yes. And I'm wondering, are we going to see any of that with her telling them or her mom? Are we going to see any of that with her pregnancy? I hope so, too. I hope they all descend on her for a baby shower or something later on. But still, you got two pregnancies. There is no way both of those go off without a hitch. No. And then, oh, and then Joe and Corrette. Okay, why did they get, what was the thing about them getting married? They never sent the the uh, marriage certificate in. Why didn't they do that? They kept forgetting to. Oh, so it's no good anymore? They had to start over? Who knows? Uh, yeah, that, I thought that was kind of weird. It was, it was cute fine. regardless. It was cute. I think Joe is pregnant. But that's too many. We don't need three. No, but it would be funny. She said she was, but then she said she wasn't. So, I don't know. But she was lighthearted and fun throughout the whole episode. She ended up staying at Pack North to help. Yeah. wonder if she's going to go. I don't know. I mean, she turned it down once, but that but, doesn't mean. Yeah. No. I think they may all end up there. I think so, too. I, I, it's possible that they all get fired or Gray Sloan really has, because of what Meredith did, it ends up closing. I don't know. Something. Or Karasik makes them all angry. Maybe. Very possibly. Well, it'd also be great if Catherine Fox Foundation bought Pac North, too, and made it Graceland Memorial Memorial North. Could be. That could happen, too. And then they could just go back and forth. Mm Mm-hmm. But who knows? But yeah, like I said, all in all, it was a good, fun episode. I liked it. It was. Um, The one little thing with DeLuca, he was helping with the kids... And he was going to help Zella with her wings, and she like got really rude with him. And then mm-hmm. finally, she said, my dad fixed these wings. So I thought that was really sweet. It was sweet. And yeah. then he tells, he's like, I didn't know your dad. And there's just something, he says, no, I didn't know your dad. He, you know, he, I didn't come until after he had died. But, you know, he was such a legend that even, I feel like I knew him, even though I didn't. And she starts telling it. He tells about the, the big tumor. Mm-hmm. And that was really sweet. It was good. And it. In the background, Jackson was around working on different things, and they were working on a they had a case with a kid, and he kept saying, "There's always a reason." Oh, because they had this little girl that had some kind of disorder that she couldn't be out in the sun at all without mm-hmm. protective covering, and she had and he couldn't they couldn't figure out how she had gotten the burns. And finally, Jackson gets her to tell that they had... He had I'm only going to tell Dr. Alex, so he does an Alex impression, and <laughs> it's was, great. Yes, that was funny. I almost wrote that down so I wouldn't forget to mention it. Yeah, he does an Alex impression, because she's had Dr. Alex as her doctor since she was born. And, of course, he's not there. Mm-hmm. 
So Jackson took over. It was sweet. And then he kept saying, because Deluca was talking to him a little bit about Zola and what was going on. He was like, there's always a reason with kids. It's just kind of hard to figure out sometimes. And so Deluca kept working on Zola till he figured it, till he got her to talk. So it was sweet. Yeah. It was this. It's a good episode. I, of course, they have to make a really sad one soon or one that annoys us. Oh, soon, yeah. Just to make yeah. up for it. But. They're due for a real sad one. They haven't had a real sad they one. Don't, they usually say that to around the Christmas break, though. Yeah. So we got that's a couple, coming up. We got a couple more weeks and then we'll get it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's. We got nothing I think else. That's All it. Right. Well, as always, you can catch us anywhere you find your fine podcast. Please catch us on Anchor. Please send us a message on Anchor. We'd like to hear from you. Sure. And uh, also Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. As always, write, rate, and subscribe. We would uh, really, really love it. Um, And as always, I'm still Charlie. And I'm still Carla. We will see you next week. Bye.